This is a Real Presence Radio News Link. Local bishops are encouraging the faithful to remember their parishes during the coronavirus outbreak. Parishes are dependent on the financial support of parishioners and are facing a big challenge with not having a weekly collection. As a result, online giving options are being made available. You'll want to check with your parish to see how you can directly help. The Diocese of Sioux Falls has some suggestions for entering into the sacredness of Sunday Mass with the family from home. These include creating a prayer altar under your TV or streaming device, lighting a candle to symbolize the beautiful light that shines in the darkness, getting dressed as you normally would for Mass, and fully participating by standing, kneeling, sitting, and responding. Full list of ideas can be found on the Diocese of Sioux Falls Facebook page. And a neat story coming out of Dickinson, North Dakota. St. Wenceslas Church has started a living perpetual rosary. Each person in their group is assigned to pray a particular decade daily. This has been an RPR Newslink. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Through these times of trial, we invite you to join us in steadfast prayer for all those affected by the coronavirus and for increased hope and trust in the Lord. Monday through Friday from 1030 to 11 Central during Real Presence Live, our hosts lead a live rosary for these intentions. We also celebrate daily Mass at 9 a.m. and 3.15 p.m. after the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. And on Sundays, we bring you Mass at 7 and now 1030 a.m. Central. Please join us as often as you can. We're your family of faith and hope. Looking for the latest news coming out of our local diocese on the novel coronavirus precautions? Listen for RPR Newslink updates Monday through Friday at the top of each hour during Real Presence Live and again throughout the afternoon, five minutes before 12, 1, 5, and 6 p.m. Central. We want to keep you informed so you can make the best decisions for you and your loved ones in this time of trial. It's the RPR Newslink, weekdays at the top of each hour during Real Presence Live and five minutes before 12, 1, 5, and 6 p.m. Central, right here on Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. 
You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I'm Heather Carroll. And I'm Mike Farrell. And we are broadcasting live this morning from Thomas James and Bechtold Jewelry downtown Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and we're thrilled, and I'm going to dive right into this interview, because I've been waiting to talk to Tom Faini. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Heather. How Thanks are you? Thanks for letting us crash your, your place here. Absolute pleasure. It, it feels really fancy, because they have chandeliers. Yeah, and that background Fa- music going. No, yeah. I should have dressed up more, <laughs> yeah. I feel, to be in here, but... It's kind of an odd place for Real Presence Radio to be broadcasting from a jewelry store, but we have a reason behind it. And Thomas, tell us what that might be. Well, I guess we're, uh, we're not afraid to operate as a purely Catholic business. We have a lot of Catholic roots between my father and the Bechtold family as well. Uh, the Bechtold family, we, we had something in common. My dad's brother was a priest, and Bud Bechtold's brother was a priest. Oh, wow. And, and, and so the Catholic roots run pretty deep in both our businesses. And when we merged and I took over Bechtold Jewelry, we thought we would carry that forward. So our business is, is, is consecrated, dedicated to Our Lady of Chestahova. And uh, we have an annual uh, exorcism and blessing in the building as well. Beautiful. And we're not afraid to have our holy water font our uh, Catholic identity being identified by the things that we have around the uh, store. Every room yeah. has a crucifix or a picture of the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yeah. So um, that's just the way we want to run our business. So you got into the jewelry business through family? Yeah, yeah. My dad was my teacher. Wonderful, beautiful. They say I learned on his lap. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. Well, and you have a special role in the Diocese of Sioux Falls as being a jeweler. What is that? Well, I, I don't know if it's a, 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 a special role so much as I just needed to have uh, some uh, ability to work on sacred objects because they were coming my way. So through Father Martin Lawrence, who made this suggestion, because I was working, started with, uh, I had some of the jewelry from the uh, cathedral, uh-huh. which was the pectoral crosses and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I was appraising them. I was looking at them. They had some sure. value. And they were asking me about them. And I, I discovered their relics inside of them. Oh, wow. Uh, St. Thomas, St. Paul. So there's, there's, there's various relics inside of those pectoral crosses. And I asked uh, Father Martin, well, well what's the proper way to deal with these and he says really you should have ecclesial approbation to be able to work on sacred objects so let's apply for that okay so uh he gave me instruction with regards to that uh, i did some reading on it and eventually the bishop uh, gave me that approbation to actually work on sacred objects so uh it allows me to work with uh chalices because you often run into the precious blood right and uh, also working with sacred objects that you you know you have prayers that you're saying while you work with them there are special ways, like, for example, when you run, with, run into the precious blood, if it's moist, I mean, it's, it's the real presence. Sure. And uh, you, you have to handle that with care. And there's a lot of chalices that are made with uh, what, what I call a little shroud that the bowl sets into. Sure. Those are notorious for collecting the precious blood because it, it can drip down and get stuck there. Oh, sure, mm. yeah. And yep. then when you take it apart, you either find it, and if you don't find it, if it's not moist, you might see the stain of it which I've been told is no longer the real presence, but it's a remnant, so it's a relic. Uh, so you still have to treat that with the utmost respect and care, with prayers, cleaning, and then I have to take and deposit uh, the area that I clean with in, the, in sacred ground or in a aquarium. 
So you have to wow. uh, you have to handle that in a special way because you know you're dealing with the precious blood in those situations. Right. right. Yeah. Yep. And the same thing with working with relics. Um, when you're working with the, you know, they're very they're very small, and they're fragile. Uh, I have a true relic of the I have a relic of the True Cross that is from the 13th century, so it's it's a very old, antiquated piece, and it's been semi restored. And I've worked on that for Father Martin, and then he, uh, you know, and and so I acquired that uh, by a gift. And uh, I also have a relic of Saint Peter's Altar, uh, uh, the Veil of Mary, and a relic from Saint Pius the Tenth. So those relics are, 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 you know, allows me to venerate the relics and then also to, um, you know, learn how to work on them and, you know, take it with utmost care. Wow. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's, a, it's something that I never even thought about the diocese would even need. And you've done some special projects within the diocese, um, like rings, for example. Yeah, I, I, made, the, uh, I made the bishop's ring for uh, Bishop Emeritus Paul, uh, Paul Swain. Mm-hmm. And uh, if, if Bishop DeGrood reaches out to me, I'd be happy to make one of his crests as well. Um, I've made uh, some, sometimes I make articles and donate them for, the, for different things to be able to raise money. I did it for a Lamb Catholic Radio. I, I made a special uh, cross for them mm-hmm. and they, they, they used that. And I've done that in other instances as well. And I guess it's part of my... Uh, my Catholic upbringing of, of giving back uh, by using your time, talent, and treasure. Um, in the jewelry business, we're pretty, we get pretty busy, and sometimes it's nothing to work 12, 14, 15 hour days, six day weeks. Um, and so my dad not only taught me jewelry, but he says, you know, you got to remember your bench is an altar. Right. And you may offer mm-hmm. everything that you do up to God. So um, we, I take that to heart, and we do that. So he was a good, he was a good man. I, I, I hope to someday live up to his. Uh, you know, to his, his sure, goodness. So, sure, yeah. yep, yep. So, Tom, how do you, you know, obviously you've got the retail store mm-hmm. uh, and you've got the design business and your repair business and those kinds of things, but a lot of what you do is art. It's it's artistic. Yes. How do you, how do you balance those things out? Well, you balance those out. Most of the custom design pieces, I, I don't design things and put them in the showcase and hope people will buy them because basically I'm designing what I like. Sure. And that doesn't necessarily mean that's what somebody else is going to like. So I, I specialize in designing around people individually. So one of the things that I'm having a lot of fun with is designing special crosses for people and for their families. So I will design it with maybe even their family names within the cross, and then each of the people in the family can have that cross. And uh, so th- those are kind of interesting projects. But when I design directly for someone, I design for them. I design for their needs. I design for their okay. likes because we each see beautifully. We each see beauty differently. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, yeah. Yep. So I have to discern that when I'm working with people. I have to discern whether they're linear. There's a lot of people that are very linear. I even ask about their occupations. I want to know what they do because mm-hmm. I'm going to be creating something for them. I have to know how that's going to be worn to give me an idea of how it's going to be designed structurally. Sure, yeah. So if, if they play tennis, for example, and they want to wear their ring pan tennis, I better build it to withstand that kind of abuse. Right, yeah. yep. Um, and so I want to know not only what they do then, I want to try to dis- figure out what, what their design choices are. There are the colors that they like, the shapes that they like. I try to find out if they're uh, linear people, like I mentioned, or if they're symmetrical, uh, asymmetrical. Maybe they like the light of beauty. Maybe a combination of those things. I draw that out of people and design specifically for them. Well, and you have a cross. I'm going to give a plug for this cross that you have right. in your um, studio right now that you had a young lady. 
Ah, uh, yes. So, so in our in our parish, we have uh, a young gal named Alicia, and, and she's uh, been on Real Presence Live before. And she has, yeah. Yep. And uh, she 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 went through a, quite an ordeal, and right when she went through it, I designed a cross. I didn't realize how difficult at the time it was to actually get something done that I could raise money for her. Sure. Um, there's lots of tax loopholes that you've got to go through if you're actually going to do something. So I ended up. Uh, in the end, finding out since I couldn't get all of the 5013C type things and all the things you'd have to jump, jump through to make that happen, I decided I would just put it for sale and whoever buys that at that price, all the, all the proceeds from that will go directly to her. So, you know, I wish I could have done something different, something bigger, but, you know, that's kind of the way it was. It was from my heart. I did it right off the bat when, when she first was... I was actually designing the piece when she was in the hospital originally. Mm. Okay. So um, so it's been a while. And, and tell us a little bit. You showed us the piece earlier. Tell us a little bit about the piece for the listeners that can't see it. So it's, 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 it's a fairly large uh, cross, and uh, on, the, on the front of it is a, a, my rendition of the fish symbol with regards to that. It's got some little diamonds. Alicia Mueller actually p- picked out the uh, gemstone that goes in the middle, which is a Tanzanite. She could have chosen anything she wanted. That's what she picked. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I, it's it's handmade and hand engraved. And on the back, I have a hand engraved uh, corpus. Uh, so that's on the back of the cross. It actually lays against your chest. But it's, uh, it's a rose gold background with a white gold front and uh, white gold decorative uh, on top of it as far as like the uh, fish symbol. And uh, it's 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 a beautiful cross, and I th- I'm hoping that somebody will uh, purchase that, and so that money can go directly to Alicia. I love it. And so, what does it mean for you to be able to work on these sacred objects? Well, that's that's kind of uh, if if I could do more of it, I would. Uh, it, it's I've done a Pax Bendel for for uh, which is a Kiss of Peace piece for um, Father Martin Lawrence, uh, which is hand engraved. I've done lots of other different pieces. I did I've done crest rings for priests. Um, I have one crest ring that uh, that you know. If I get a chance, I need to finish that up for an archbishop. Um, so, what does it mean to me? Uh, it 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 you know. Since uh, I've been Catholic since birth, I've tried to practice my faith. It's been a journey, like all of us, we're on a journey. And uh, I, I I feel I'm stronger in my faith than I ever have been. And uh, and so, therefore, uh, I guess I just feel that I'm fulfilling my duty as a Catholic, just trying to give back as a Catholic. That's wonderful. Beautiful. Is there anything else you'd like to add this morning about uh, your work and the honor of doing your work? What's it like to have something like a chalice on your table and and being so intimate and right there with Jesus? I mean, that just must be spectacular. Well, as long as you, and that's why I needed the ecclesial approbation is because, you know, you have to realize that even even when something my dad taught me, the very first thing he did to me, even when he showed me a, a, a pair of rings, he says, "What is this?" I said, well, "It's a ring." No, it's not. What is it? I said, "It's a ring." He says, "No, it's a symbol. Hmm. It's a symbol of someone's love for someone else." Don't ever forget that. And that's kind of that's exactly how I feel about the sacred objects that I work on. Don't forget what you were working on. And that that's that's really the weight that it carries for me. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for all of your work. It's fascinating work, and thank you. and thank you for letting us come in and take over your jewelry store a little bit. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> the, uh, 
It's, it's quiet. Yeah. What? <laughs> Coronavirus has quieted things down, but I, I will have to tell you, we, we are very fortunate. I actually have people on overtime because of the amount of custom work that we're doing right now. So Beautiful. Well, that's wonderful. I don't know how long yeah. that's going to last. Yeah. Well, well, hopefully a long time. Hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> Shop local. Yeah. yeah <laughs> well, thank thanks, exactly. Thomas, for letting us come thank in you, today. Heather. And thank you for that great interview and your great work. Thank you very much. God bless. Thanks, thanks Tom. Okay. Up next, why is it that we need to go to confession? We can't just confess our sins directly to God. Father Jason Miller of the Diocese of Fargo will tackle these questions with Real Presence Live when we come back. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Mike Farrell. And we're your hosts this morning, broadcasting live from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We'll be back right after this break. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 